हेलो वेलकम डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह दिस साइड टुडे इन यूनिट ट्वेंटी फोर सेकुलराइजेशन वी कंटिन्यू आवर टॉपिक सेकुलरिज्म एंड द इंडियन नेशनल मोमेंट इंडियन नेशनलिज्म वाज फर्दर इंटीमेडिएटली अलाइड टू अ सेकुलर स्टैंड पॉइंट फ्रॉम द बिगनिंग कॉम्युनलिज्म और द अलायंस बिटवीन द रिलीजन एंड पोलिटिक्स वाज सीन as the greatest danger to both nationalist movement and national integration the entire concept of indian secularism was developed in the process of attempting a build together a rather heterogeneous populace divided on com- communal lines into a modern nation this required a total rejection of communalism and the affirmation of the need to separate politics and other secular institutions from religion the alliance of religion and politics in the shape of communalism said nehru is the most dangerous and yields the most abnormal kind of illegitimate brood secularism was understood as the negation of communalism and implied the separation of religion and politics the smith observes the main current of the indian nationalism showed the separation of religion and politics there was no conflict between india's religious pluralism and goal of independence with political unity the need of secularism arose in india and secularism was conceived accordingly in two related contexts first to counter the challenge of communalism to national integrity and second to provide a basis for nationalism or nationalist movement which should be shared by all indians Stish Chandra has pointed out that the two major concerns of leaders of national movement were the nature of India's nationhood and the basis on which its unity could be preserved. The concept of secularism according to him arose in this context. It sought to mediate between the interests of the various communities. and the postulated a united indian state where the followers of any religion would neither be favored nor discriminated against thus unlike yorok secularism in india arose not as a process of conflict with organized religion but an attempt to unify the followers of different religious faith in india in their struggle against the foreign rules by making secularism the premise of a united free india the emphasis therefore was not an opposition to religion at all but on its accommodation in secular life by all religious groups the idea of religious national life by all religious groups the idea of religious tolerance in term of sarma dharma sambhavna or equal regard to all religions became pivotal to indian conception of secularism 
as it made possible the harmonious existence of several religious communities in one nation state. It was expected that the communalism or exclusive loyalty to one's religious community could be countered by a positive ideal of equal regard for all religions. The Indian leadership continued to hold fast to this normative principle despite the fact that the country was partitioned ostensibly in the name of religion. Given the deep polarization of Indian society and given the massive massacres and the brutality that marked the partition of the country, the leadership could easily have swung in the direction of majoritarianism. Nism, but it refused to be swayed and remained true to its commitment that all religions in the post-independent India would be treated equally by the state. Secularism therefore was the norm that inspired the fogging of a mass coalition that fought for the independence of the country. It informed the debates in the constituent assembly and underlying the spirit of constitution and it was this meaning of secularism that was given a concrete shape in constitution. Consider that the first principle of secularism that was codified in the constitution carried the assurance that everyone had the freedom to practice their religion via article 25 of the fundamental rights chapter. It follows that religion itself was not sought to be discouraged. We call our state a secular one. The word secular perhaps is not a very happy one. And yet for want of a better we have used it. What exactly does it mean? It does not obviously mean a state where religion as such is discouraged. It means freedom of religion and consciousness, including freedom for those who may have no religion. Now, strictly speaking, we do not need to proclaim secularism in order to have religious freedom. This freedom can emerge from and form part of the fundamental rights that can assured to every citizen. But a secular state cannot stop at granting the right to religion. The principle of secularism goes further and establishes equality between all religious groups. The concept of equality or sameness of all religions was inspired by the doctrine of Sarvadharma Sambhavna that had permeated Gandhiji's understanding of religious tolerance. Now just as religious freedom does not necessarily need secularism to support it, the equality of religions can be established via the fundamental right of equality wide article 14. But if we were to stop at this secularism would be rendered redundant. For secularism extends beyond equality and freedom to declare that the state is not aligned to any particular religion. 
it is this particular commitment that establishes the credentials of a secular state or secularism. We can say outstriping provisions for freedom and equality stipulates that the state will maintain an attitude of principled distance from all religious groups. It also contracts that the state would neither align itself with any particular religion, especially the majority religion, nor pursue any religious task of its own. Jawaharlal Nehru was to state as much as on one occasion. It is perhaps not very easy even to find a good word in Hindi for secular. Some people think that it means something opposed to religion. That obviously not correct. What it means is that it is a state which honors all faiths equally and gives them equal opportunities. That as a state it does not allow itself to be attached to one faith or religion, which then becomes the state religion. The second and the third component of the secularism that is the equality of all religions and the distancing from of the state from all religious groups was specifically meant to assure the minorities that they had a legitimate place in the country and that they would not be discriminated against. Correspondingly, secularism established that the majority would not be privileged in any manner. The creed therefore discouraged any pretension that the religion of the majority had any right to stamp the body politic with its ethos. Here we want to close this lecture. Thanks for listening.